This is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart, episode by episode, The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. There are definitely spoilers. This is the finale. There's definitely spoilers. <laughs> yes, this week we're talking about season one, episode 22, Founders Day. Once again, the title really says it all. We've finally made it to the day of Founders Day, where they have the parade, the fireworks, and... A lot of people have a lot of different plans, so let's just get into it. Yeah, a lot going on. Yes, definitely. We first see, when when the episode opens, we see Stefan and Elena getting ready, but of course, you're supposed to think it's Catherine. It is an interesting little parallel at the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode, because when it opens, you're supposed to think it's Catherine and Stefan in 1864. Yeah, and it does, because they're kind of doing that, like, uh, flashback filter that they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, And so it does soft. read as Catherine and Stefan. You know, we see Stefan, and we see what looks like 1864 mm-hmm. Catherine getting ready until she puts on her necklace, which is, of course, yeah. Elena's iconic necklace. Yep. And meaning, of course, that it is Elena, and then Jenna appears, and it's like, you know, they make some joke about sucking it in for the, the corset. <laughs> yeah, the corset, yeah. Um, I actually... Um, like how also the 1864 looks that they're doing in this version like the 2009 mm-hmm. version of 1864 looks kind of like costumey and recreation yeah. compared to the actual actual 1864 looks are like you know feel a little bit more authentic yes like they feel lived in i yeah. thought that was an interesting distinction that even though elena is dressed like she's in 1864 mm-hmm. her outfits don't read as like authentic realistic whatever you want to say as Catherine's do in 1864 even though of course it's the same costumer doing both of them yeah no I thought about that too and I actually think that's a testament to the costumer because there's something about like the coloring of Elena's I think yeah that makes it not really feel the 1864. dyes don't feel like 1864 yeah like the color yeah and then she also has like this clip in her hair with flowers on it and like yeah you can really see like the clip you know mm-hmm. you can kind of see almost like the glue on the hair like, I don't know like it looks it looks like a clip yeah. in her hair. And like Catherine, 1864 Catherine would never have had that on because that does not feel like no. era appropriate. But it makes sense that a 17-year-old dressing up like she's from the 1800s yes. would have things that look like that. It's like a little bit more, makes it feel like a costume. It's, it's yeah. interesting that they did that distinction. Um, they kind of do that with the decade dances too, where of course like the decade mm-hmm. dances always feel costumey. But then they'll do those exact decades and have like really authentic looking yeah. looks and they feel very real. So really good on the costumer in this episode just had to call that out yeah no i agree i i love all of the looks but because there is that element of yeah yeah it is supposed to be dressing up it's not actually 1864 yeah exactly um and so then of course we do go to the school where everyone is finalizing their floats it's the founders day parade they're all getting ready and stefan is there first and again his costume i think is especially where i see this difference in like the Mm -hmm. costume 1864 versus the real Especially because we see him in both of them. Um, and of course, while Stefan is there, Damon shows up and comes of over course, to talk to him. Yes. Um, I love this Damon Stefan scene. I yeah. think it's such an interesting, like, top of the episode moment. Yeah. Um, I've really I been missing this, yeah. the brother vibes. And it feels like it's the first little touch of the brother vibes we get, even though, of course, they're, like, just fighting over Elena. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of the discussion. But it's still the brother vibes that we haven't gotten yeah. in a little while. Yeah, I agree. There's also just like a little bit of banter. I mean, there is actual tension underlying the conversation because yeah. Stefan is worried Damon is going to steal his girl. Which is what Damon which says. Which is what Damon says. Of course, bantering. And then yeah. Stefan says, you know, I 
well, Damon first says, you have no sense of humor. And then yeah. Stefan well, says, because Damon I'm- had said, I'm here to eat <laughs> cotton candy and steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, is obviously funny. Yeah. So Damon is like, you just have no sense of humor. And Stefan goes, I have no Damon sense of humor. <laughs> So there's there is that good little like banter. Yeah, total brother vibes. Yeah, like totally like people who know each other really well and are yeah. like, kind of playing. They've it's, kind of gotten nice. back to it. Um, and of course they are obviously talking about Elena. Of course, and you know Damon says Elena is not Catherine. Stefan has mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. Cue Elena showing up looking exactly like she's, Catherine. She's a dead ringer for Catherine. Literally, as they've said every single episode in the yeah. flashbacks, she is a dead ringer for Catherine. Yeah. The curls, the big yep. dress. I mean, of course, to this point, that's the only way we had seen Catherine is that mm-hmm. 1864 big curls, big dress. And now that Elena's in the look, it's like even more emphasized how yeah. identical they are. Um, and the brothers are, of course, both spiraling. Yeah, you can see Stefan is like, Oh gosh! Yeah, and Damon is like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. they're they're definitely really realizing yeah. like, all over again, basically. Yeah, if they didn't realize it, this is a trip down memory lane now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then of course we've also got Jeremy. Um, he's at home. Mm-hmm. He's still getting ready. Yep. He didn't ride with Elena because they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, he's putting on his little Civil War gear. Yeah, yep. And Anna shows up in his bedroom to talk to him, and Anna is sure that John, that Uncle yes. John, killed Pearl. Um, yeah because who else would have done it yeah which is exactly what she says i mean yeah. there's no one else that would have wanted to kill pearl yeah. I mean, she's no of one... course right yeah um, exactly and so then you know anna confirms that the two vampires really do want revenge pearl and anna didn't that was why they mm-hmm. left them but anna gives jeremy a vial of her mm-hmm. blood because you know she knows he wanted to become a vampire who's thinking about it so just in case he wanted to yep. and you know she's kind of encouraging him like i know how you feel i you know i know what it's like to feel lonely mm-hmm. if you don't want to feel that anymore i can you can shut it off as a vampire yes and i can help show you how to shut it off which we got into the whole humanity thing last time so we don't need to do a whole deep dive but i felt like it was a really notable thing because First of all, clearly Anna does not have her humanity off. Like, yes. her reaction to her mother dying, like, that, in all of everything afterwards, that is not it's very at real. It's very real. Yeah, no, she definitely does not have it off right now, or probably at any point that we saw her in the yeah. show. Like, it's possible. Obviously, she lived those 140 years by herself. It's very possible she, she had it off yeah. at some point. But or I'm, before she lived alone. Exactly. So, I kind of have a, you know, maybe she did, but... I don't know. I just thought it was weird that she was mm-hmm. appealing to Jeremy with the, like, I can help you shut it off when yeah. clearly she doesn't have it off, for one. And then for two, why would she want him to shut it off if you're, like, in love? You don't want the person you're in love yeah. with to shut your emotions off. That never works out. Yeah. I, that is an interesting point. I think she just thinks of Jeremy as more just, you know, she's trying to help him get over this sadness. And yeah. it's sort of like when Damon tells Elena to turn it off later on. It's like, That's true. you don't want the love to go away, but... But there are bigger yeah, things. There are bigger happy. issues. I think it's which, kind of like self, selfish on her end, yeah. though, because like, I think you know Jeremy's been suffering since she met him, and she was not willing to turn him into a vampire before. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a it's little now manipulative. Because she's lost her mother. That she's kind of like I think she just wants another like person to be a vampire yeah. with to be with her, which I totally understand. But also like yeah, you know it, it's an interesting choice by her. So. That's basically what we get out of that scene because he says he doesn't he's, want to yes. be a vampire. Exactly. Yeah. He does say he doesn't think he can do it anymore. Yeah. He's no longer as interested as he once was. Yeah. And as soon as Jeremy says that he doesn't want to be a vampire, 
Anna just disappears. She just disappears. Yeah. She just leaves them in the dust. Yes. And back at the parade, we see Stefan telling Elena that John is probably her father. Yeah, jumping right into that in a public space, <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, hey, by the way, here's your yeah. dad that you've been looking for. Yeah, they haven't seen each other between, I guess maybe this is the actual next day after the last episode. Yeah, because David told him at night. So yeah, so like maybe this is literally morning. the next morning. Yeah, I think it is. And that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, good for him on like not withholding that information and telling Finally. her as pretty quickly yeah. as he could. I would much rather be told that in person than like over the phone. Yes, I agree. So that makes sense. But also at school in front of everyone... <laughs> And then he also attributes it to being like, well, Damon, I didn't want Damon to say it yeah. in an inappropriate way. So I had to tell you as soon as possible. And it's like, I get it's, it. But also like. I do get it. But it's also a little inappropriate to be like. Yeah. Hey, by the way, John is your father. Yeah. I don't know. Just out of nowhere. Again. And then also like pitting like Damon in the situation where it's like, yeah. why should that have anything to do with Damon? It's just weird. But anyway, so she she gets revealed that. And she's like, obviously not happy to hear that because she mm-hmm. says, you know, she's having enough issues with the family that yes. she does care about. Meaning, of course, Jeremy, they're not getting yeah. along at all. So she just doesn't want to hear anything about this. Yeah. Um, and she yeah, she seems pretty convinced like Jeremy's never going to forgive her. I mean, you know how you feel when you're a teenager and yeah. you do something wrong. You're like, yeah. no one will ever forgive me. This has ruined my relationship with Jeremy forever. Granted, which, I never erased my siblings' memories, so can't say I've been in yeah. that situation, but. Yes, what she did was pretty bad. But interestingly, Stefan says, you know, he's your brother. He will forgive you, but it'll take time. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting because I'm wondering if he is talking from his own perspective in about him forgiving Damon or if he's thinking you know he's waiting for Damon to forgive him about turning mm, him it could go it could go both ways too it could but go both ways. I just thought it was interesting that Stefan kind of spoke from that lived experience if you yeah, will yeah it is interesting it does say a lot about like I was saying how like they do feel like they're having a very brotherly moment at the start of yeah, this episode that, like, I agree maybe they haven't in a lot of ways forgiven each other for all of the various things that they've done to each other but like at the end of the day, they are brothers and they yeah. are there for each other and they care about each other. So it yeah. is interesting that he does say that, that like, you know, he's your brother. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A good little line there. Um, also in the forgiving <laughs> issues train here, we've got Caroline and Matt oh. are taking photos in their little costume. Yep. And Caroline makes Matt move his arm because his cast isn't era appropriate, which I love her. She's funny. That's She's so funny. <laughs> so me. I am obsessed with that. Um, but then, of course, Tyler comes right over to take a picture of Caroline with Bonnie. Yep. And Matt's just immediately pissed. He leaves. Yep. And obviously driving him to the hospital was not enough to make him forgive him. And they just all disperse. It kind of breaks up the moment. Everyone's yeah. like over it. Um, and then again, also giving the cold shoulder, Jeremy. Um, Elena does finally like approach Jeremy as he arrives at the school. And, um, you know, she's just trying to immediately talk to him, kind of try to make up for it. And he just wants like no part of it. Like he's yeah. just not ready to talk for her, talk to her and just immediately like brushes her off. And it's like such a quick moment because he's not giving her the time of day. Yeah. He literally tells her to go away and that she can't fix this. And that's yeah. pretty much it. And then we see, you know, the parade starting. The parade starts, yeah. Yeah. MC'd by Carol Lockwood. Of course. Of course. Who else? <laughs> yeah. I think this is the first episode that we've gotten the Mystic Falls band playing the Mystic Falls mm. theme since episode three. So yes. I was happy to hear that little tune. Um, yeah. They were doing their little, their marching band yeah, thing. The theme they yeah. Play. And then... We never get clarity on the Tyler float. 
Carol presents it as just Mr. Saltzman's students present a recreating of the Battle of Willow Creek. And yep. the banner just says Mystic Hall's High presents. So we don't know who did it. Was it the seniors? Was it, what, it was just Alaric's class? I don't know. I think it was just, I mean, she introduces it as like, you know, the history class. I guess yeah. it's just all of his history classes. The I don't history know. history class just got afloat for some reason. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. And Jeremy yeah. and Tyler are on it, just pretending to, like, kill each other in battle, yeah. which is really weird. <laughs> yeah. But also, they seem to be kind of, like, playful. Yeah, so they're having fun. <laughs> they're having fun. So, I, yeah, I think their whole tiff, it's mm-hmm. kind of started to yeah, go they're away. Good. They're, they're good. good. They're boys. They're, they're cool. artists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, on the next float over, we've got the Miss Mystic Miss, Falls yep. flow, of course. Stelena, and then Matt and Caroline. Mm-hmm. Love um, that Matt and Stefan get to be on the float, despite not actually going <laughs> to Miss Mystic Falls. I thought that, too. And then the two random <laughs> contestants that are on there that I don't think were actually in Miss Mystic. Yeah, there are only, like, the two other girls who... You know, I don't think we're even the same one actors. One like, close enough. Like, I was like, sure, maybe. Sure, but the other one, hair. I was like, I don't hair. remember that at all. Yeah. So, Amber didn't yeah, make Amber the cut. Yeah, Amber was not on there. Which, yeah. to be fair, she did not actually go down the stairs. She never really made it. She applied and everything, though. But Sad they let Matt and Stefan on. They're like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she did everything but get to walk. She did. Because she was attacked in the woods. Canonically, we know this. Yeah. And she's like... <laughs> yeah like, she did the the year of community service yeah. she did the application the yeah. interview everything she, she just didn't walk so she can't it was crazy so the miss mystic girls are on their float mm-hmm. meanwhile bonnie is just <laughs> in the crowd cheering along she looks so happy to be fair she does but why does bonnie not to be get to be included on any float she planned the miss mystic falls float with caroline yeah and i know she didn't compete in it but still she doesn't get to be on any floats because also, like, the next pr- flow over is the football team with the cheerleaders, and Bonnie's a cheerleader. <laughs> Why doesn't Bonnie get to be with the cheerleaders? I don't know. Bonnie's, Bonnie's left out. Bonnie's always getting excluded. <laughs> left out, yeah. The I... only reason is so that Elena can give her a cute little wave. Mm-hmm. They've obviously made up. They're good now. Yes. They're friends for now <laughs> because <laughs> Elena thinks she helped. And so Elena does, like, a cute yeah. little wave at Bonnie, and she, like, just starts to like wave back but damon sidesteps right steps in front of her right in front and he gives elena an equally cute wave back which she just rolls her eyes yeah um, but she's got a little smirk yeah in the yeah. end it's playful yeah, yeah it is elena's playful. definitely playful with him about it um so that's why bonnie doesn't get to be on a flow just for that yeah um, to be fair she does have to have this very important conversation yes. which you know damon tries to talk to her and she's like what do you want like get yeah. away from me you know she's yeah. not having she it at like first yeah, yeah she does not like him clearly she is trying to sort of get him killed by not dispelling the device yeah but yet damon basically actually gets her to listen and he apologizes or not apologizes sorry he thanks her for you know dispelling the the device mm-hmm. and he's like i know you didn't have to do that so yeah Thank you for doing that. Yeah, because it literally would have killed me. Yeah. And so he says he owes her. Yes. He says, I owe you, which, you know, we've not heard Bonnie make a big deal about that. But, like, we've seen with other witches, even, like, Mm -hmm. Emily, like, it's mentioned that, like, if you owe somebody, like, Emily does all of this stuff for Catherine just because she owes her for saving her life. Yes. So I feel like Damon acknowledging to Bonnie, like, I owe you for saving my life is, like, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, Which, of course, Bonnie does say, I only did it for Elena. Mm -hmm. But he says he's still grateful and, um, you know, it's it's a significant little scene. Yeah, I also think this conversation that Damon has with Bonnie really goes a long way toward the end of the episode. Yes. Like, it's it's it interesting that, you know, he's thanking her for basically saving his life. Mm-hmm. And 
it, she does end up saving his life. And I do think it's owed a lot to this conversation that he yes. was genuine in this approach. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it definitely means a lot. It's a yeah. good scene for Damon. This is an episode of Damon is just ups and downs, ups and downs. You don't know which version of him you're going to get. Um, <laughs> That's true. But Bonnie got a good one in this scene, which yeah. is nice. Um, meanwhile, at Grayson's old office, his old doctor's office mm-hmm. that they were trying to sell to Pearl that then didn't sell, obviously, we have John Gilbert is meeting there with Mayor Lockwood during the parade. He doesn't yep. have to be at the parade for I some reason. Not. Yeah. That's why Carol's emceeing. <laughs> And yeah. um, he's showing him the Gilbert device and basically explaining the plan yeah. of what is going to go down in this episode. And I, I thought it was interesting. One thing he says is, you know, they're going to use the device. It'll take down the vampires. They'll shoot him with um, for Vade. And he says the sheriff's V5 deputies. What the heck is a V5 deputy? I have no idea. I don't know anything about how that would work but yeah they never explain it it's just a throwaway line there which i always assume like there must be some layer of the the police officers that are able to actually know about vampires you can't just throw everybody well now that you said that that makes me want to bring up this point that i was potentially going to save but i am wondering during this whole scene and then of course later on we see several deputies being deployed and also, so many. so many. And also in this conversation, John tells Mayor Lockwood that he's already told the deputies, like you were saying. Yeah. And without Liz knowing and without yeah. getting her approval. Oh, yeah. How many people in this town know? Like, I know that's what I the was The whole thinking. police force? Like, how many people it seems live like a in lot. this town that they yeah. have this one, this many police officers Two, they, they have like this many people, like all of the founders council, all of the police, all of these people know and still people are getting killed on the daily and it's not a big deal. That's what I'm saying. And they're still like, we have to protect the town and keep them in secret and all this. And I'm like, they're telling everybody. They might we, as well just yeah. put up a billboard in, like, in the town square <laughs> and be like, beware the Salvatore brothers. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, we see throughout the the whole thing that goes down, there are at least like six, seven, eight deputies yeah. being deployed. So I don't know. I was just thinking during this. It's so How weird. many people know? So many. Too yeah, many. Yeah, too many. Um, but not enough know what's actually going down yes. tonight. Because, of course, as um, John is explaining this, he's explaining that the tomb vampires are going to attack tonight. We're also seeing the tomb mm-hmm. vampires planning their attack. They want revenge. They have this whole plan. They're going to go after the founding family members specifically. Like, that's who yeah. they're trying to take down. And not even for feeding. They're going to, like, snap next. Like, this is just a kill mm-hmm. plan, basically. Yes. Um. And Mayor Lockwood actually had some sense in this scene because he notes that this is a huge risk to take with everyone's yeah. families around in a public like, place. But John strongly feels like this is the only way. They need to do this now <laughs> in this way. They need to like take them out. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. Like the levels of insanity he reaches in this episode are crazy. Yeah, which I also think, you know, you have to remember in this scene, I am pretty sure john does not know that the inventions only work because emily spelled them no he is trusting 1864 science a diary yeah he's in the diary. a diary he's... from a guy who literally went crazy they know he went crazy yes. and he's just like yep this yeah will work. it'll work yeah this yeah. is gonna take everybody out 
Sure. I mean, he's right, but like how? Yeah, he he really gets lucky with this one. I think. I would have loved to see an alternate cut of this episode where Bonnie had dispelled the device and it didn't work, and just what he did. Died. <laughs> yeah, would have been interesting. Yeah. Um. But meanwhile, so while the two vampires are planning, yes. Anna shows up there and just kind of you know mm-hmm. looks like she's joining them. We don't get much other yes. than that she shows up and that she's basically in on the plan. Yeah. Um, then next we of course see at the grill Damon is at the grill and Elena shows up she's just charging in presumably looking for Jeremy mm-hmm. um, but Damon's vibe has changed in this scene to me yeah he's like a giddy little like schoolgirl with a crush he's like a little awkward yeah but, like is feeling like really flirty and he like comes up to her because she's still got her big curls but she's mm-hmm. changed into her like normal modern clothes yes and he comes up to her and says the period look didn't suit you i like this version better and she's like is am i supposed to be offended by yeah. that is that a compliment um but he's like it's a compliment like he's trying to put the moves on but he's somehow just like such it's an irregular version of damon yeah it's not as smooth as he usually is he's like a little like nervous and giddy it's interesting because he of course you know we believe that he already liked her before this point but something yeah. about seeing him looking like Catherine, i think was like I don't know a weird trigger that it just yeah. made him a little giddy yeah and i think isabel just airing it to everyone that's true it's like also changes things that's true this is the first conversation he's had alone with her mm-hmm. since isabel point blank said that yeah um and they do kind of discuss that obviously you know like elena says that she knows that stefan is worried about their friendship mm-hmm. which damon asks oh did he say something to you too <laughs> she's like no did he say something to you yeah she's just so confused like wait what are you talking about and he's just like no nothing nothing Nothing. worth noting um and you know she just tells him basically like stop the flirty comments Mm -hmm. stop the eye thing like we we should be friends yes um he of course immediately does the eye thing and a flirty comment um but you know they kind of agree it's it's a nice little moment of like okay we're, we're we're friends we're just friends And she spots Jeremy and just walks away and leaves Damon to go talk to him. And Damon stays standing there watching this interaction, which is important. Of course. um, Because Elena basically says to Jeremy, I love you. I want to fix this. This is important to me. And Jeremy literally (laughs) says. Yeah. Oh, well, Elena asks, what can I do? She's desperate. And she's bleeding. She's like, I love you. Let's fix this. You mean so much to me. I'll do anything. What can I do? And Jeremy says, you can go to hell, Elena. Yeah. Julie Black had a 15-year-old boy in her life at this time because the writing here to a T. So 15-year-old boy, like, this poor girl is pleading. Like, I love you. I'm so sorry. Please. And he's just like, go to hell. Yeah, go to hell. It's really, um, it works. It works a lot of sense. Yeah. So he, of course, you know, leaves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as he's walking through the parade, the festivities, we see Damon following him and Damon is, you know, starts mocking him. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm I'm a teenager. I have so many emotions, yeah. all these things. And of course, Jeremy's like, you're a dick, Damon. Yeah. And Damon says, you can't talk to me like that. I'm not your yeah. sister. And you're yeah. going to stop talking to her like that, too. Yeah. Which, you know, I have mixed feelings about this scene Same. because he doesn't need to do this for Elena and like shouldn't. Okay, I was so curious how you're going to react to the scene because you are the number one Damon apologist. Defender. Oh, I mean, I love it. But I, <laughs> but I can so see I where curious. it's overstepping. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, like, my my feelings were definitely mixed. Mm-hmm. Like, there is this sort of fantasy world where you're like, oh, it's so cute to, like, defend, like, mm-hmm. your girl to someone. But it's also like, this is her little brother. And ultimately, yeah. like, first of all, 
you're 160 some years old and he's 14 or 15 (laughs) yeah like and she's 17 like you have no place getting mixed into this and this was a scene where like i definitely was like oh this is where it just reads so weird on like stefan and damon's part of being involved with these teenagers because like of course jeremy doesn't have any like maturity to handle this but like damon should have maturity in handling this but he doesn't really yeah i again i don't know that my problem is necessarily like you know the maturity of it or anything it's it's just definitely an overstep it's like kind of patronizing to be like i need to take care of this for elena which oh i can i can acknowledge i don't agree with that per se but yeah i do love the conversation and just like yeah i don't know damon's damon's quips i always love i I agree i i like this scene it's an interesting scene but when you think about it as a character it's definitely like damon yeah don't love it you don't need to be involved with this like first of all no one needs to step in on anybody else's sibling relationships like let that be yeah um but you know whatever it's it's a weird funny sort of scene like that and of course stefan shows up to break them apart and that even more like kind of surprised me because even Stefan kind of interjects and tells Jeremy to not be mad at Elena and I, I didn't really yeah. remember what happened in the scene as I was mm-hmm. watching it and I was sort of expecting I was expecting Stefan to be like Damon you're overstepping yada yada which he does yes but I was surprised that then he also turns to Jeremy and is like don't be mad at Elena I yeah like, Stefan why are you interjecting in this like yeah it was just Again, like the 160-year-old men getting involved in like teenager relationships. I was like, something about this is just odd to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind Stefan's interjection quite as much, actually, because I like... Well, Stefan is actually really good at like, you know, showing who he is when need be. Like what he did to Grams. He came and went to her and he was like, you know, basically was like, I'm a vampire. He showed her who he was. And in this scene, he's sort of doing the same thing with Jeremy. He says... Don't blame Elena. Damon turned Vicky. I killed her. I don't know. I think Stefan, as much as we've said he struggles with the truth and is a liar, he has these good moments where he knows when to basically just show himself and show the truth. And I don't know. It usually works for him. And I do think it worked on Jeremy. I think it helped. I think that's a good point. I definitely, to me, I'm just like, I just wish neither of them said anything to Jeremy because they don't need to. But I agree with you. Damon had already done it. And Stefan was trying to just like patch things up and be like... Moving along, because yeah. once Jeremy walks away, Damon does say to Stefan, Alina's relationship with her brother is none of your business. Stay out of it, which yes. I think is ultimately the point here is. And I think Stefan, to this point, had really respected that boundary of like yeah. Alina's family and like allowing Alina to control her own relationships, which, of course, Damon just <laughs> as much as we love him, he can't do that. He, he has to get involved. Yeah, no. And so, I, yeah, I don't think Stefan would have gotten involved either. Unless Damon had yeah. first. I, I think so, too. He never yeah. would have, like, went and said something to Jeremy without yeah. Damon doing that. But, again, I do like it because in the end, I do think Jeremy needed to hear that. I think he did need to hear yeah. the, what happened with Vicky. Yeah. And Even hear it from it, someone else. It's like, hearing it is kind of different. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's like he needs somebody to blame. And yes. to this point, he could only blame Elena. You mm-hmm. know, there's no way he For lying. Yeah. Stefan or Damon. So... Yeah, it's an interesting scene. It gets us farther. And of course, um, some things from this will come back around towards the end. We'll bring Mm -hmm. up again. Um, But for now, John and the mayor. Oh, gosh. They have gone to Liz for these bozos. These two bozos. These literal. I'd call them himbos, but they're not even deserving of the the title. No. Um, They go to Liz to basically tell her that they're going to use the town as bait for the two vampires, which she obviously is absolutely not okay with. No. And that they've especially that they've gone behind her back and like gotten all the deputies involved. 
And she tells them, like, absolutely not. Like, stop this now. Mm -hmm. This is not happening. And John's just like, Marilock would, like, just leave us. Like, I'll talk to her. And as soon as they're in the room alone, Liz turns her back. Never turn your back on Never turn your back on John Gilbert. (laughs) I swear. Never turn your back on John Gilbert because he'll punch you in the back of the head. (laughs) Elbows her in the back of the head. And she collapses to the ground. She's obviously going to have a hard concussion headache from this. Like, he took her out. John is sick for this. Like, yeah, he is. He takes off her belt, off her knocked out body, and takes her own like handcuffs being chained up with your own handcuffs is rough that's evil and he chains her up to the wall so she's just going to be stuck on the wall for the rest of the day which is so unfortunate yeah so that's where we leave them so i mean it's just so funny though because like this there is a moment when a sane person is supposed to like realize they've knocked out one of their colleagues (laughs) someone they've probably known all their life and is chaining them to the wall and you should get an indicator that's like Hmm. maybe i'm not doing the right thing right now yeah if john got that indicator he ignored it he was not getting the indicator john is fully out of control in this one he is he's wild yeah yeah he no sane person could just go through the motions of maybe the knocking out and then you'd be like hmm i feel bad about that i shouldn't have done that no he takes it a step further and not and chains her up to the wall yeah he handcuffs her yeah evil man he really is so now that liz is handcuffed to the the pipe in Mm -hmm. in the uh, office Mm -hmm. we see damon wandering around the festivities and we finally made it to nighttime yes that's it is nighttime vampires don't have daylight rings so it is dark out now yes it is dark out and anna approaches him pulls him aside and Mm -hmm. tells him you know i do know about this plan i'm not with them they thought i was but i'm not mm-hmm. and all the tomb vampires are here and they're gonna start killing the founding families yeah. as soon as the fireworks yes. start the target is the founding family members yes um and they talk about the device briefly damon says he deactivated it which anna says well that means a lot of people are gonna die yeah so damon immediately goes to go to alaric mm-hmm. anna rushes off to go find Jeremy. Yes. And um, I just love how Damon grabs Alaric and he like immediately is just like, get your vampire hunting stash. The tomb vampires are coming. And he's like on it. Just like runs. Like, <laughs> it's like almost okay. no questions asked. Yeah. He's like, tomb vampires are here. I gotcha. Yeah. I know it happened like a little bit ago, but it just reminded me, Alaric's fully in the fold. Like he knows <laughs> yeah. what's up. Yeah. I know. Cause it's kind of shocking. Like it is like a slow transition at first. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're very suspicious of him, but as soon yes. as it happens, he's in. He's, he's in. All the he's way been in. in. Yeah. And like, again with this where damon just goes up to him and he's just like mm-hmm, what? get your stakes he doesn't even try to brush him off no. because obviously the next person is stelena damon goes up to him they try to brush him off they yeah. don't hear it um and they have lots of questions but alaric just accepts it he's like yeah alaric's yep, like okay let's go go into the car um but also so damon spots stelena that's his mm-hmm. next stop and i thought it was so cute Stefan and elena are the walking hand in hand yeah and you can hear she's obviously just doing filler dialogue but elena mm-hmm. says can you imagine that and she's just <laughs> laughing so hard and like he's just looking at her smiling and it's so ridiculously cute for just like a filler it's moment. fun yeah and i'm like why is that not a scene that we get like fully for stelena we yeah never get just like fun little scenes of them just talking and vibing and like being flirtatious like why does that never get to happen because then yeah. i really like them like just funny but of course, maybe a reason why we would never actually even like them is Damon walks up to them and immediately grabs Elena's hand. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, just interjecting himself again. Yeah, he was, completely. Yeah. Um, it's such an interesting blocking choice that he like grabs her hand to get their attention. And mm-hmm. I can't help but read into it. 
And I just like wonder like, is it a comforting act for himself that he's trying to reassure he's, mm-hmm. she's there and he, she, she's okay? Is it a comforting act for her that he's like, I've got you, you're okay? Is it mm-hmm. just a, I'm trying to get your attention? Like, I really wonder like who made that decision, the director, Nina, Ian, Paul, like who, yeah. who thought of that? Was it in the script? Like, I just really yeah. wonder because I'm like, it's such an interesting choice to like grab her hand in that way. Like, and he holds it really close to his chest. It's like a very yes. intimate grab of her hand. Yeah, no, I thought that too. I do. I really like the little hand grab. I know he's kind of uh, being a third wheel here, yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> ruining, ruining the moment that yeah. was kind of cute. But yeah, I do really like this. And I, I think at first it does just read, you know, he's trying to get her attention. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of think it. there's, yeah, he holds it. And I do think there is some element of trying to either comfort her or himself yeah not it's sure hard which to way say which but... way but there's something like intentional in that choice of yeah her hand definitely i really like it it's a very visually interesting thing for him to do yes um and then of course he obviously fills them in and i really like his wording here so i'm going to steal it because <laughs> yes. he says um i'm going to catch you up in 15 words or less tomb vamps are here founding families are the target get out of here now and i counted exactly 15 words so wow i don't amazing. know how he did that on the spot but it was pretty smooth he'd been rehearsing between alaric and them he's <laughs> yeah. like counting one he's two like, three okay get out of here that's only 14 now <laughs> it's pretty good um and so then of course you know they have questions but he's like that's more than 15 words and yeah. he just runs off but of course you know jeremy is still in the in the square at the grill yeah. either or so alina is not willing to just leave she has to no. go find him of course of course yeah she's not gonna let Stefan take her no. home with the possibility that jeremy could be out there potentially getting hurt by any tomb vampires yes so they go looking for him and of course they aren't the only ones anna also is gonna go look for him at the grill where mm-hmm. we also see caroline is trying to get matt to make up with tyler <laughs> yes still and mayor lockwood shows up to tell tyler to leave and um he's getting really forceful with tyler yeah he and grabs caroline him immediately yeah. runs over which i'm like i love, love caroline her. She's, she's really she's going up we all, give, every time yeah we give season one caroline way too much like flack she's yeah. actually really good by the end of it and so she runs over to kind of defend tyler she clearly mm-hmm. notices that mayor lockwood is being a jerk to him yes and he says to all three of them like take my car you all need to go i can't explain but yes. you need to go imagine if this was the last conversation you ever had with your oh father oh my gosh i thought about that too it's That's wild it's so tense and so terrible and yeah and yeah. clearly indicating like i don't know we'll talk about it more in season two but like i don't know how that was ever explained away to tyler that it was just like you have to leave and then suspiciously your father dies that night yeah so weird. um but of course anna shows up at the grill as well and she finds jeremy and you know just tugs him away um mm-hmm. to tell him what's going on yeah then the moment they've been waiting for it, the fireworks show starts. Yes. Um, Mayor Lockwood is there, but is and he's, he's like doing yeah. his little speech, and we can see throughout the crowd they're clearly like zooming in on people that are obviously tomb vampires mm-hmm. who are going to attack. And like basically, as soon as he finishes his speech, he drags Carol off. He's like, yeah, he's "Stay like, close to me. Let's stay go. close. We're out of here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They walk off the stage, start going, and mm-hmm. yeah, the fireworks start. John, it's cutting away. Yeah, everybody. John there. is telling one of the dep- one of the eight hundred deputies that yeah. knows get in position. Yeah, yeah. We see the tomb vampires in the crowd, which I wanted to mention this earlier, but I just thought this was really funny, and I wanted to note it really quickly. Almost all of the tomb vampires are men. I just thought yeah. that was a really I interesting choice. One, 
like female there was one. yeah there was yeah, one there yeah. was many it was weird i wonder if there's there's probably something to do with 1864 and being because there was all, all white. Them all? oh my god she probably did <laughs> she actually. probably did that's the only thing it made me wonder that's why i brought it up but it's actually really smart she probably did have relationships with all of them and probably all, all of them, them. It's way easier Just to manipulate thought. them. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. Men are so easy. <laughs> like, obviously. Especially if you look like Catherine Pierce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's really so a, that was, yeah. a cute observation. That's a good one. Yeah. Just a little aside. But yes, yeah. they're all throughout the crowd, all of the men and the one woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we see they're starting to move around and mm-hmm. Bonnie actually bumps into one yep. and she immediately senses. Yeah. That was with the witch powers. Yeah. Of she course knows. she knows. And she turns and follows that tomb vampire. Mm-hmm. And then we see John put the little key. Yeah. In. He's, he's prepping the device. Yeah. He's prepping the and device. Just as he is, Damon gets inside the office. This is still happening inside mm-hmm. that Gilbert office that was going to get sold. Damon shows up. And as soon as he does, they maybe have like one scene of dialogue and um, yep. he turns the key, starts the device, and Damon just drops to the floor. Then we see outside, Stefan drops, drops to the ground, complaining about his head. Then we see Anna with Jeremy, again, mm-hmm. drops to the, fred- the ground, is screaming that like her head hurts. Yep. And then we start seeing tomb vampires throughout the crowd, all again dropping to the ground. Yeah. And we see Tyler Lockwood driving a car with matt and caroline again screaming about how his head hurts he's like swerving Mm -hmm. around the road and crashes his car it's an intense sequence of basically everyone in town suffering from headaches yeah (laughs) pretty much i love this sequence like the fast pacedness of it they also like in between some of the scenes of people dropping, they show like the fireworks, which I yes. think really intensifies the scene. Yeah, the music. I don't know. Really, yeah, the music, the scoring. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely showing it's you so like, how good. intense and how serious it is. Because mm-hmm. as this is going on, of course, people are like pumping people with vervain, especially yes. the yeah. ones in the town square. They're like immediately getting hit with their vervain. Mm-hmm. Um, John is prepping the vervain to inject Damon with. Um, the cops are running across the street to get Stefan, who's only with Elena at this point. But yep. luckily, Alaric spots them and runs over and he like rushes them off, tells mm-hmm. him to get somebody else that he's got them. And Alaric and Elena are able to kind of drag Stefan down into that little whatever that thing is by the grill, like the little, like the little alley. Yeah, yeah. The alley that's underground. They take him down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayor Lockwood has dropped and they yeah. do just inject him with the vervain and drag him off just like all the others. No yeah. special treatment there. Um, and so it's a very like quick sequence it's very, of like, people are yeah. just getting taken out. It's obviously very serious. Um, and then we see John again with the device and he takes it apart. Like mm-hmm. the gears are going back into that main sort of like, cl- I don't know, watch looking. Yeah. The like, compass is. thing. The yeah. Small one. Um, and he just slips it in his pocket and he just leaves the box there and walks away, which I thought was so weird. In the building that he's about to burn down, why would you leave the box? Does it only work once? They say it only works once. Oh, okay. yes. I didn't catch that. I was like, this must only work once because yeah. why would you just leave the box? But then why take the gears and take it apart? I don't know. Anyway. It is an odd choice, but yeah, it choice. apparently only works once. Interesting. Sure. Um, which is also weird, but yeah. yeah. And so, you know, also Alaric and um, Elena are speculating about like what's going on. John goes down into the basement where mm-hmm. all of those vampires who dropped have been taken. Of course, Stefan was saved, but all the tomb vampires are down there. Yep. And Anna is down there because when she was with Jeremy, um, a deputy got a deputy her. Came in yep. and got her. And so John goes down in the basement and he sees all of them. Mayor Lockwood as well is also down there. Yep. And um, oh, he's like walking around looking at the bodies, and Anna grabs his foot. 
And he just stakes her. He's like Anna, and then he just stakes her, and she dies. And she's it's terrible. To, like, yeah, him. and it's such an interesting choice. We already talked about this earlier in the day because we could not help ourselves just yeah. briefly to be like that scene is just like kind just of briefly. Yeah, it's such a weird like it's such an interesting choice. Yeah, it is. Well, it's not necessarily like you know that interesting that he would stake Anna. Mm-hmm. I get it. He hates the vampires. She was next like near Jeremy. She was a threat. Sure, yeah. stake her. Make sure she's really dead. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting that he doesn't just stake Damon. Well, that's why it's interesting. Yeah. Because I really thought about it when I watched it because at first I didn't think anything of it. I was like, mm-hmm. he's taking the death really of of Anna very personally. You know, she was with Jeremy. Yeah, he wants to exactly. Jeremy, so he staked her. That was what I thought. And then, of course, they immediately cut to Damon like watching Anna die. And then I was like, why would he not stake Damon? Yeah. That is much more directly involved with Elena. Mm-hmm. Damon was the one actually threatening him. Damon killed him. Yeah. Like, Damon That's is true. much more, if we're taking deaths personally and wanting yeah. to ensure that someone is dead, Damon was the one to take out, not mm-hmm. Anna. And so to me, I actually like, when thinking about why this was, my only justification actually was that it was a mercy kill for Anna. Because as we see what happens, he lights the match, sets all the vampires on fire. He pours gasoline over all of them. Mm-hmm. And like when we see them dying, I mean, first of all, we can hear them like screaming. Yes. Like Stefan, that's how Stefan finds where they are is hears them like yelling. It's clearly a very painful way to die, to just slowly mm-hmm. burn to death. It's like if you're a human, like being stabbed versus like burning to death. Whereas like Anna obviously dies instantly. She gets yes. stabbed in the heart and she dies. And so, like, really, the only reason I could think of why he does it is, like, actually kind of a kindness to her and Mm -hmm. to Jeremy to be, like, I'm not going to give you, like, that slow, slow, painful death. Whereas, like, Damon, (laughs) he wants Damon to suffer. (laughs) Let him burn. Yeah, let Damon burn. But Anna, I mean, again, too, maybe it's, like, she's kind of still a kid and, like, I feel bad. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That was the only reason I could come up with was, like, I think it's kind of a mercy to be, like, I'm going to give you this, this quick death. Yeah, that is actually really interesting. So, I mean, also thinking about Damon and why he didn't stake Damon in the basement. I also had the thought, you know, why aren't they just staking these vampires as they get them? They don't need to be verveining them and then drag. I mean, sure, drag them. Even drag them, stake them elsewhere. Don't let everyone in town Sure, But, yeah. You're already verveining them. Might as well just stake them, whatever. But. Yeah, drag them to the basement and burn the bodies. That that aspect I get. Like, sure. It gets rid of them. Easy yeah, story. Yeah. But yeah, why not stake them? Like, as yeah, soon as you get them sense. down there, because John does say the vervain is the only thing keeping them down. Like, exactly. the device is not working anymore by the time they're in the basement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that is, and it, that comports with that theory, like, that question, like, why yeah. didn't they just stake them? John is ruthless. He probably did want them to just burn alive. To torture. Which, again, like, I can understand with Damon. He has very specific reason to hate Damon. Again, Damon literally killed him. Yes. But, again, why not go around and stake all the vampires? I don't know. It really just says that John is, like, cruel. Yeah. And, again, that's my only reasoning of why he stakes Anna's. I initially thought it was because he was so cruel he wanted to ensure her death and do it by Mm -hmm. his own hands. I don't think that's true. I think yeah. it was a mercy kill to be like, I don't want you to suffer through this type of death. Yeah, I, I do know. think I think that's really interesting. And I, I think I could get on board with that. I definitely think the burning them alive rather than staking them 
is absolutely out of just cruelty. Like he wants yeah. them to burn. I'm not sure I'm willing to give John the benefit of the doubt enough to believe that he would have mercy. Yeah. But it makes so, so much sense with the rest of the theory that yeah. I'm like, it must be that, it right? It must be that. Because again, if it was personal about protecting Jeremy, why wouldn't you stake Damon? Yeah. There's more, way more reason to be mad at Damon than at Absolutely. Emma. I don't know. It's very interesting. It's yeah. The whole thing is just such a weird choice that they decide to do this with yeah. the vampires. Um, and of course, they leave Mary Lockwood out down there, which I'm shocked that John wasn't like, Mary Lockwood is not a vampire. Like, yeah. Which maybe he just well, doesn't. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, we see the, ver- I mean, Damon says the vervain didn't affect him. He says yeah. this later on. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe he was still passed out at when he That's was down true. there i don't know it was him i think there was such a flurry know. it was like dozen a dozen people yeah so like you know i think it was just a flurry of who's even down here who knows we got to move fast the river yeah. is not going to keep him down very long yeah. So that's probably an aspect of it um, because he is pretty quick about it. he stabs um, Anna, kills her mm-hmm. immediately, like starts dumping gasoline everywhere and does light the match that sets them all on fire. We cut back to Alaric, Stefan yep. and Alina who are theorizing about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they obviously quickly come to the conclusion that Bonnie must didn't not have dispel spelled. the device. Yeah, she must yeah. not have because they are like, oh, Bonnie, who hates vampires, <laughs> didn't stop the device that kills vampires. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Elena, do Wonder, the math there. Yeah, hmm, Elena, I'm not sure why we trusted her in the first place, <laughs> yeah. but... So they immediately are like, we have to go yes. find Damon. And they send Alaric to go find Jeremy and to mm-hmm. take him home. Um, So I found that interesting, too, that Elena was like, oh, Alaric, you can get Jeremy. Like, I have to go with Stefan to get Damon. Yeah, like, so Stefan and Elena go off to find Damon. Mm-hmm. Finally, Carol finds Liz handcuffed to the, to the pipe in the, apothe- yeah. in the apothecary. Or wherever she was. Maybe yeah. it was the office, but... Yeah, she finally finds her and uncuffs her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carol tells her really quickly that they yeah. took Mayor Lockwood, too. The deputies got him as well and that yeah. he dropped and all those things. But she says, you know, he's not a vampire, which, yeah. you know, at this point, we don't know a ton about yeah. werewolves and how that whole thing works. But we have no reason to, like, think he is a vampire. Yeah, and no. Carol says as much. Yeah, they're definitely teasing the mystery of, like, what are the Lockwoods, mm-hmm. which is a mystery for a few episodes of season two as well. Yeah. Um, and the mayor, of course, is that first one with, well, we've gotten teased before with Tyler and the, in the moon. moon. And yeah. I'm sure most people have the two and two of vampire show, a guy with a moon and anger issues. Yeah. You kind of have the sense of what's going on probably as a first time viewer even. But like Mm -hmm. this is where it gets interesting because the mayor is, of course, in the burning basement, affected by the vervain, which Damon mentions. Yep. And, um, you know, Damon reveals he's a vampire, but he's like, what's your excuse for being here? Yeah. The mayor's just totally freaked out. So clearly he's not a vampire. Yes. And then he is killed by one of the tomb vampires. Um, just snaps his neck like that. So, yep. you know, again, clearly not a vampire. Yeah. But no answers there. He doesn't get a chance to tell Damon. No answers there. What he is or why he's down there. Even if he could, he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then again, with the Lockwood mystery, we go to Tyler, mm-hmm. where the pe- paramedics have arrived. You know, the three of them yep. got in the car accident. They're checking out Tyler and they, you know, pull open his eyelid to check his pupils or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we see a very yellowy, monster-looking yep. eye that we have not seen before. Yes, almost wolf-like. Almost wolf-like, <laughs> if you could say it. That is what yes. it's like. And, of course, they jump back. They're freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Matt's there. He seems fine. He's he like runs over to check on Tyler. Caroline yep. is there. She says she's fine. She said she was fine. But then while they're looking at Tyler, Caroline collapses. Yep. She just falls down. And Matt runs over to her and it's so cute. He's like, baby. <gasps> yeah, like, I know. I caught that. I was, he was like, wake up, baby. Caroline. Yeah. I thought that was so sweet. <laughs> was I was like, cute. I did not know you cared so much. <laughs> yeah, Matt literally went from, I don't like you. And it creeps me out that we like cuddle <laughs> yeah, to, to baby, baby wake, wake up. up. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, actually. Yeah, it was a nice little scene, though. Yeah. If Caroline Forbes can do one thing, it is make a man fall in love with her. That is so true similar to Catherine pierce in a weird way actually um, yeah both of them have that power hmm. elena kind of does too she doesn't yeah. wield it as um you know yeah. successfully or effectively or whatever but yeah they the three of them caroline do does it. caroline definitely has. does and she has um so stefan and elena are running around mm-hmm. in the square trying to find of course where damon has gone and stefan does finally hear like i mentioned yep. he can hear the people in the basement burning alive screaming yeah. And he can hear the fire roaring. Mm-hmm. And so he immediately, they like were running over there. They know that that must be where they are. Yeah. And John is standing guard outside. And he gives a he whole is. spiel about, you know, whatever, saving the town and yada yada. Yeah. And the one thing that I do feel like John actually gets right in this speech for the wrong reasons is why didn't the founding families in 1864 kill the vampires that they caught then? Like, first of all, his point really is it's such a liability to leave mm-hmm. these vampires alive. That's his point. Yeah. My point would more so be it's very cruel to catch these people and leave them alive in a tomb for 140 years. We know John does not care about this. Fact. Yeah. John does not care. <laughs> yeah. But. but again, why would you not just kill them? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. That's the one valid point he makes. The rest is all garbage. Yep. And, um, you know, Stefan just runs past John to go save Damon and. Alina goes to run past him, but he grabs her arm and stops her. And, you know, she's he's not listening to her, obviously. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, I'm asking you not to do this. Yeah. And he says that doesn't mean anything to me, which which is terrible. Like, you know, forget what she's about to say, which she replies and says, yeah, as my father, it should which queen she is the queen of these little quips when it comes to john she's always getting him but yeah it's so terrible that he would say that even if he wasn't her father like even if they didn't know whatever blah blah blah. but like as an uncle as an uncle as someone who knows her at all like to be like i don't care what you think i don't care I totally understand being like, you're a 17-year-old, you don't know what's best. That's a different sure. discussion to be had. But that's not what he's saying. But that's not what he's saying, and that's not the way that you express that thought. He's yeah. just being, like, flippant and hateful. Yeah, he's cruel and ruthless, like we yeah. were saying. Like, Yeah, exactly. And so, she, yeah, she hits him with the cruel and ruthless, as my father, you should. Yeah. And it shocks him enough that he, like, lets go of her and just kind of steps back. And he mm-hmm. kind of, like, quickly tries to say something about you know i'm shocked that you know mm-hmm. and she's like well i didn't know but now i do but now yeah you confirmed, you confirmed it that. of course the classic um and it, it it is just such a surprising enough moment that she does get past him and she mm-hmm. does run back also to go save stefan yep. and they go to the side door yep. and bonnie also finally shows up she's been missing she followed that tomb vampire into nowhere apparently yeah i guess um and she like stefan runs right into the building bonnie tries to stop him he runs right in yeah 
into the fire and Elena comes running and she's about to run in but Bonnie grabs her hand her arm Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting because it kind of looks like Bonnie is channeling Elena yeah that's what I thought too yeah it just looks like it the way she's grabbing her arm and like really Mm -hmm. like drawing a lot of power I don't know if that's actually what she's doing or if it is more just to actually physically hold Elena back from going in before she can like pull down the fire but it really looks yeah. like channeling yeah i i don't know i read it as channeling it just yeah. looks like you know because she could have started that spell like as soon as stefan got there yeah yeah so i don't know to i don't me, know if she was like, willing to until elena was in the mix that's probably true but, but i yeah. i do think she's channeling her yeah it looks but. like it and of course with that she has enough power to like basically bring the fire all the way down yeah and stefan is able to just easily run through all the way down into the basement yeah. Get grab damon. damon and bring him out and they're all safe outside the fire yeah, now thankfully. everyone else is perishing <laughs> yeah the rest death. of the vampires burn yeah yeah um but the the four of them are standing outside now yeah. Um, then we go to the grill where Elena is. She comes up to Stefan and mm-hmm. she tells him the fire is, you know, finally out. D- they say Damon's disappeared. They don't know where he's yeah. gone. And um, they talk about how, you know, they both care about Damon. Mm-hmm. And Elena does reassure Stefan, which it just has to loop around to the insecurities and the yeah. thruple of it all. Um, but yeah, Elena reassures Stefan. I love you. You are the yes. person that I love. Um, I care about Damon. I do care about his safety, but I love you. Yeah. And um, I obviously ship Delena. We are Delena shippers. Of course, We've of said course. it a thousand times. But I really do actually feel for Stefan in this mm-hmm. scene because I really can't imagine how bad it feels to, like, watch your brother fall in love with your girlfriend and yeah. then also watch your girlfriend actually really care about him in return and have her own sort of relationship in a friendly way, but still yeah. with him. Like. I don't know. I, I'm like, I get why he needs so much reassurance because I'd need probably a lot more. Yeah, I I can understand needing a little bit of the reassurance. I'm a little bit less forgiving of yeah. the jealousy. I don't know. It's, it's really about this watch. This time watching it, I feel so... Stefan is hitting different for me this time. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Paul Wesley. So I love Paul Wesley, but I also think it's the commenters. Like, I think doing the podcast yeah. and, like, seeing the way that people react to some of the things we've said about Stefan has, like, really changed my perspective on him. And I yeah. just, like, feel for him a lot more than I have in past watches of it. It's interesting. Yeah. No, I agree. I've Yeah, I've been more willing to uh, see his perspective this rewatch too yeah. I don't know yeah there's something about it I think yeah. for me it's my love of Paul but <laughs> that does a lot for it honestly. that does a lot that goes a really long way yeah but either way it is kind of weird that it's like people are dying yeah. Stefan and we have to reassure your feelings <laughs> yeah but also same feel but, that you know if listen if my brother looked like Damon yeah. and I was in this situation <laughs> a lot of reassurance yeah every um, day I'd be like do you still like me yeah literally um, so Elena does her reassuring and she mm-hmm. says she's got to go to the school to go pick up her stuff and then she's yeah. going to run home to check on Jeremy, but they'll le- meet later at the hospital or whatever. Yes. Um, so we see Jeremy is at mm-hmm. home. He is looking at the vial of blood yeah. that, Elena, that Anna gave him earlier. And as he's looking at it, clearly contemplating, Damon shows up to tell Jeremy that Anna is dead. Yeah. And... Um, it's just such a sweet and interesting scene, especially yeah. in parallel with the one earlier that Damon and Jeremy had. It's just completely different. Yeah. Um, and he says that, like, you know, he watched Anna die and all he could think was that he wished that he could help her. Yeah. And um, he offers to Jeremy to take away his memories the same way that he had with Vicky. And it's such a heartbreaking scene because Jeremy says that 
you know, yeah, Damon did try to remove his suffering, but it didn't actually remove any of his suffering. All it did was remove the reasons why. And so deep down, he still felt alone and upset and lonely. He just didn't remember why he felt those things. So it never actually fixed anything. Yes. Which is arguably worse to feel that way. It is. And just have no justification. And not really understand why. Yeah. Yeah, How I know. How can you begin to process anything? You go to your therapist and you're like, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I feel this way. I, I have just intense trauma and feel... PTSD, but nothing happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel genuinely lonely and empty, but yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Um, which I think kind of, you know, I don't know if Damon fully realizes the extent of that. He's mm-hmm. obviously not going to stop compelling people, so he doesn't truly resonate. But yeah. he does offer up that. What he did to Vicky was wrong. And he explicitly says, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Yeah. He apologizes and said he's sorry for the part he Um, played in all of that. Yeah. Yeah. He knows it was wrong. And this is what he should have done in that scene with Jeremy earlier. Which is more similar to what Stefan did of the honest, like, I'm sorry for the part that I played in this. That's what, that's what Jeremy needed was some, like, you know. I don't know. He needed that. Not the, like, He definitely, no, he definitely did. (laughs) He does need that. Because I, I don't know. I think this conversation i mean i love this conversation i think it's just so good on damon even if it's too late even if it's you know (laughs) the underlying reason why he has to have the conversation even if that's bad yeah yeah i just love that he that he came to this and he seems genuinely upset about anna and again i think this is really interesting given him saying last episode that his humanity is off but yeah i just really like this conversation that they had and with the humanity, that is yeah, the next thing that exactly. comes up. Jeremy asks Damon, like, about turning off your mm-hmm. humanity. Um, and Damon says that, like, um, he had done it. Like, he yes. has turned off his humanity. And that he did it for a long time. And that life was a lot easier. Which obviously implies that now Damon it's, does not yeah. have his humanity off. It is very much on. And it's yes. not easier. But he is doing it. Yes. Um, and Stephen who plays jeremy and ian who plays damon they really like have me tearing up a little bit i know like i was feeling a little emotional and i was like they're killing it yeah like it's an interesting pairing we don't get a lot of jeremy damon um and most of the time we do it's kind of like in a groovy brotherly Mm -hmm. uh, teasing way yeah um but the two of them in an emotional scene it worked really well that's what i was thinking yeah this was a really emotional scene i mean i really loved damon's you know, forthcomingness. He was so honest about mm-hmm. having his humanity off. He didn't mm-hmm. even tell Alaric that. Yeah. Obviously, course. you know, Damon is very much a person who puts up a facade. Of course. But I appreciated that he dropped it for Jeremy in this really like traumatic moment mm-hmm. and that he offered to take away his his yeah. memories and just yeah, the whole scene and him yeah. telling him about the humanity, which yeah. he does tell him it makes things a lot easier, which yeah. good intentions shouldn't have said that one. Badly but delivered but he, he was trying he was trying he tried his best and it's a really nice scene yeah um then we go to the hospital where we see tyler and mm-hmm. matt they kind of make good i think you know tyler says he or matt says to tyler that he kind of forgives him for the car accident yes because like, tyler yeah. apologizes like of course if you're the person who is driving a car that gets into feel, an accident and yeah. one of your friends is very badly injured you obviously you feel, feel terrible. terrible um and matt forgives him for that um and then liz comes out and she tells them that Caroline is mm-hmm. internally bleeding and that she's being taken into surgery and they're going to do the best they can. She's not it's, making it sound good. It does not sound good. She looks yeah. very upset, but it's been a long day. So who really knows? That's the last we get of Caroline mm-hmm. for the season. And then, of course, Liz says to Tyler, 
you need to go call your mom. Yeah. It's about, it's your, about dad. your dad. And it's so sad. It's, it's really, really sad. Just yeah. a devastating thing. And then that's the last we get of Tyler for the season. Yes. Um, and Matt and Liz. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then we cut back to Jeremy who, you know, is like sort of, it mm-hmm. looks like he's, you know, he's almost crying or like is about yeah, to he's be upset. crying. He's, he's yeah, he's physically upset. upset regardless. And we see him, you know, take Elena's hydrocodone out of the drawer the drawer in the bathroom and dump it yeah. on the counter yeah and get the little cup of water yeah and the vial and of blood the vial of blood and yeah he drinks the blood and takes all of the hydrocodone yeah which I paused because I had to count it was 24 pills that he took <laughs> Jesus. because we'll talk about it next season but I was just like hmm, I wonder how many he took and how many it takes to kill you it takes seven and he took 24 <laughs> that's all i'm saying oh for boy now. um that's pretty much where we're left with jeremy because he just lays yeah, down he lays the, down uh, in bed for the long nap there um <laughs> sort of sort of for a, a medium nap yeah. <laughs> so of course he's doing this with the intention of becoming a vampire yes. he's taking the pills he's taking the blood and that's the last we get of a shaky sweaty yeah. looking jeremy he's yeah, not he's looking, not looking good so we'll see um, in the new season where that picks up and what happens to Jeremy. Yes. Next, we see Bonnie, who stops Stefan, and mm-hmm. she basically threatens that if Damon does not stay in line, mm-hmm. she knows who she is now. She knows what her power is now. And if, you know, he steps a toe out of line, she will come for him and she will take out Stefan, too, if she needs to. Yeah. Yeah. She's really uh, laying down the law. Bonnie yeah. is taking no shit. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And, and that sets us up for the next season because that's the last thing we see of Bonnie and Stefan for the season. So yep. it's an interesting place to leave both of them off. It's like, OK, Stefan yeah. has, I think, kind of sworn his allegiance to uh, Damon there because he doesn't give the vibes of like, I'm going to like let you take him out necessarily. But yeah. also like the I will heed the warning and try to stop him from. Um, yes, he's definitely more on that line. side. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to sit by and let my brother just, you know, whatever. So, I don't yeah. know. It's an, interesting, it's an interesting setup there. And then a great song starts playing. For the sake of continuity, we will be saying Elena. Yes. Elena comes home with mm-hmm. all of her stuff in hand. Yes. And um, just as she's coming up the steps, Damon is coming out the door, obviously just leaving from the conversation with Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And... They start talking. Damon, he takes her like bag of stuff, sets it yes. to the side. It's such a funny dis- thing. Like, I know. Yeah, she's. He's like, let me take this for you. Yeah. He moves it two steps to the <laughs> yeah. chairs on the porch. Sets it down. It's just a funny like it's we're in for a convo here. Yep. Why didn't we sit down? I don't know. Um, but he says to her mm-hmm. that he wanted to do the right thing. He's really in his feels. He's doing his he's, whole grand yeah. tour of emotional conversation. Oh my gosh. Tonight. Yeah. Um. So he says, you know, I wanted to do the right thing. He wanted to save the town tonight. He came mm-hmm. to destroy the town, but now he wants to save it. And he's really confused about that. But ultimately, he doesn't think he's the hero. That is reserved for Stefan, for Elena, yes. and for Bonnie. And, um, you know, clearly Bonnie saved him because of Elena. Yes. Which he knows because cause Bonnie told him that. <laughs> yes, he knows. And he knows that Bonnie saved him for Elena mm-hmm. because somewhere along the way, Elena decided he was worth saving. Oh, if only <laughs> I was. Cr- oh, if only she could have actually heard that line. I know it's so, good. it's so good. It got me. I was I, it like, got oh. me. I know somewhere along the way, you decided I was worth saving. It's mm-hmm. a great line, and he says, "Thank you for that." Yes, and she says, "You're welcome," and he leans in to kiss her on the cheek. Yes. 
and Such he just sort of holds moment. there. He hovers. It's a little mm-hmm. hesitant. It's very looking back and forth, trying to decide. It's very mm-hmm. hesitant. It's not like a, I'm going to go in and kiss you. No, it's not forceful or anything like that. It's, I'm reading your eyes. I'm mm-hmm. trying to decide what I should do here. And they're both just hovering in that moment. And he goes in for the kiss. The first the kiss. The first Damon and Elena kiss. Yes. Yeah. It's an epic moment. And... um then they're making out yeah they yeah they are they're kissing yeah and jenna comes outside and ruining the moment kissing which she's obviously confused by yeah and um she tells elena it's late you need to come inside yes jenna Jenna, crucial wording crucial wording right there and jenna asks elena as soon as they get inside what she's doing and she says i don't want to talk about it and she just kind of leaves her alone at Mm -hmm. that um and then we see john is in the kitchen moving around looking through the fridge real hungry after a night of killing half the town yeah yep um and then we get the elena elena jump scare mm-hmm. um, as he closes the fridge she's standing there watching him and he just decides to start opening up to her about yeah. isabel and just telling her about her and he says he confirms your theory yeah, that you said yeah. in the last episode that like Part of why I hate the vampires is because of what she became, how becoming a vampire ruined her. And it's just such an interesting and honest thing for him to say there. And he says that he wouldn't have sent Isabel to Damon. Like, he wouldn't have yeah. done that, which I thought was interesting. Did I don't know if we knew that he was the one that had sent Isabel. I think they said it. They actually John does say it to Damon and Alaric oh, in that yeah. scene like forever ago when he yeah. first shows up. He does say, yeah, it. and he's like, I know everything about this town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so he reveals it to Damon too, or to Elena here. I yes, mean, and says, you know, I wouldn't have done that if I had known that she mm-hmm. was doing it in order to turn, um, which sort of clears up some suspicions and things about the timeline there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so it's a really interesting combo. You know, I think we've been wondering a lot of why. Uh, John and Isabel have been doing what they're yes. doing, what's been going on here. And it doesn't clear up everything because it's a pretty short conversation. But you yeah. kind of get some, like, insight here into John's thinking, at least, that, like, it is like we suspected that, like, he cares about Isabel. He had a very deep relationship with her as a human. So, of course, that's, you know, he doesn't want to kill her. Um, and I think Elena, by extension of that as their child, is the reason that they're doing a lot of what they're doing. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, we didn't get a chance to get too far into it, but I think... I mean, John's reasoning is, of course, to protect Elena and because and he the hates... Town. Yeah, in the town and because he hates vampires, of course. Yeah. Isabel's reasoning is not quite as clear, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think there is some element of her trying to protect Elena. Yeah. And, I mean, again, make sure, like, this gets... This is really getting into a spoiler, but yeah. make sure Klaus doesn't find out that she exists and all of those things. Yeah. And she's also doing it for Catherine. I mean, she has yeah. a few reasons, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to point to is I don't feel certain how Elena or how Isabel feels about Elena. The only real indicator is the fact that she wanted Stefan and Damon taken out, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say how much of what Isabel is doing is for Catherine versus for Elena. I think the one indicator is, again, that she didn't want that life for Mm -hmm. Elena. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that that is where this sort of scene ends up. And it's really sad because... He's telling her all of this Mm -hmm. and he says because he wants her to understand and he asks her if he can help her with the dishes because she's like sorting through the dishes, putting some silverware away. Yep. And um, it's a really sweet moment. He's clearly trying to like reach out to her and Mm -hmm. make good with her. Um, But before he can really successfully do that. 
she says yes to helping with um, the knives that she's putting away. Yes. She and takes see- one look at his finger. Yes, we see her eyeing the ring on his finger. And then immediately she takes a huge cutting knife and slices the fingers yeah, right off. All four fingers. Yep. John is screaming. There's yeah. His blood fingers are everywhere. Yeah. And then she pins him up against the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And John goes, Catherine. Yep, of course. The big reveal, it was Catherine the whole time. The whole time. Um, well, at least in the scene in with the Damon. Scene, yes, yeah. this whole sequence of her this whole arriving sequence, at the yes. house was Catherine. Which I do remember the first time I watched this and being like, how long was it, Catherine? Please tell me it was Elena that was outside with Damon. I know. <laughs> and like, Begging. And you also do wonder, like I do remember wondering, like was it Catherine the whole episode? Like mm-hmm. how long has it been Catherine? For all we know, Catherine could have taken Elena out an episode ago and replaced her like we don't know you know we have no clue as a, just a viewer like a first time viewer um so I do remember that confusion there which mm-hmm. of course is cleared up for us um but you know Catherine is in town officially the baddest witch of them all she is so brilliant nina's acting is also so great because again like i said incredible viewer you have no clue but as a rewatcher, you know the you second know. that it's Catherine. Especially that, that scene with Damon outside. It's really brilliant watching it as a second time mm-hmm. because her facial expressions, like as Damon is saying different things when he is leaning in for the kiss, you can read the confusion on her face of like, yes. what is going on? And like as he starts to kiss her and he has his eyes closed, she kind of makes it like, okay, well, if we're doing Here this. Here we go. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> She's really brilliant at this. Um, yes. Playing the two of them. And it makes the rewatch really rewarding because you're like oh i can tell the second that it's Catherine, yeah opposed to elena um but on a first watch you've got no clue and um of course again too when Catherine is sorting through the silverware you mm-hmm. know the first time watch you're kind of just like elena's putting away dishes that's yeah nice. sure like, and and even on like a second time watch potentially i think i was kind of just thinking like oh, she was just looking for something to do while she was interrogating John or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't think much about it. But, like, then it clicks, you know, on a third watch where you're like, she was specifically looking through the silverware (laughs) for a knife that would be perfect for cutting off his finger. She knew where she was going with that. Oh, she definitely knew where she was going with that. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's got a plan A, B, C, D, you know the rest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And then, speaking of actual Elena Gilbert. Yes, we um, see... She's outside the house talking on the phone to yeah. Stefan yeah. saying someone stole her stuff. She yeah. couldn't find her stuff yeah. at at the school that she went back to to get yeah. all, you know, all of her clothes. And she comes inside. She, yeah. she hangs up with Stefan says, yeah, I love she you. Says, yeah, she's going to check on Jeremy anyway. Yeah. And then she'll go to the hospital. She must have at this point found out about Caroline. They're yep. going to meet there. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she goes inside just like Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> little does she know he's like dying upstairs. Yeah. Jeremy's but... dying upstairs. John's dying downstairs. <laughs> yeah, because Catherine also stabbed John in the stomach too. Yeah, she's because she says hello, John. Goodbye, John. And stabs stabs him. him. Yeah, she really. Mm. Yeah, and so she hears this commotion going on in the kitchen of of um, you yeah. know sounds being made of knives and nonsense. So she just starts walking in the direction of the kitchen where we know Catherine and John are and title screen yep that's it end of episode end of season one one. yeah i am so glad i did not watch this live i would have been in agony it was brutal i could not have done it was brutal and i again i've said this a thousand times this was like the first show i watched that wasn't on like disney channel it was my first like big girl show when i was 13 (laughs) yeah and like i was so blown away by the concept of like I have to wait months for answers on this. Like this came out in like May and I have to wait until September to know what happened. 
It was agonizing. Awful. It was agonizing. And I refused to believe that Catherine was the one that kissed um, Dana. Oh, I know. I like, I'm I still half in denial. Too. I know. It's just so good. <laughs> um, the song, the kiss, it's so good. But Everything. The whole episode is really good. I think yeah. Vampire Diaries is very good at finales. And one, two, and three especially are just strong Incredible finales. finales. Yeah. I think, I think this actually might be one of my... I think it might be my favorite finale. Other three than three. Is my fi- three is my favorite. Other than three. Those two are close. I, I like I'll have to rewatch three. But this yeah. one, I mean. Yeah. The brilliance. It's yeah. so good. It's really good. Three just is so expert that it beats it for me. But I like True. one a lot. And it's definitely in my second place, I think. Yeah. it's If it's not my first, it's my second. Yeah. Love this finale. Um, and that's it for this yeah, finale. The, the next one season. we'll get into is season two, episode one. I don't even know the title of that episode. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um, there's so much more to dive into. They introduce so much to set up season two in this episode. Yeah, they really do. The werewolf stuff, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so much gets set up by yeah. Caroline. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for this episode, we have a lot of deaths. Yeah. All of the tomb vampires, <laughs> yeah. well, all of the remaining ones, because Damon and Alaric took some they out took before. It's probably like 10 of them. Yeah, probably 10. Yeah. And they were all killed, I think we're going to say by John. He yeah. lit the match. Yep, he lit the match. Yes. Mayor Lockwood killed by unnamed tomb vampire. Yeah. And then Anna also staked by Directly John. Directly staked by John. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely John. So uh, some pretty big deaths. I would say Anna's the biggest death we've had since Vicky, which... Yeah. Coincidentally, also, Jeremy's girlfriend, so that sucks for him. <laughs> Poor Jeremy. He has yeah. terrible luck in the girlfriend department. Yeah. And then Mayor Lockwood, first parent since um, Elena's parents, who yeah. was off screen. Off- yeah. So, first on screen parent death, which many more will come after this. So good luck <laughs> yeah. to teens of Mystic Falls. Oh, boy. Um, next, we've got out of pocket moments. I didn't really have a lot in mind for this, mm-hmm. only because it is such a serious and like very filled episode that yeah. it's hard to come up with any. Um, mine though was John hitting Liz in the back of the head. He <laughs> okay. could have done any number of things to take her out or to get her on board, and instead he goes with just like punching her in the back of the head or elbowing yeah, her in the back that's, of the head. That's really out of pocket. The only thing I had was maybe Catherine doing that to Damon and going oh, along with it. And it was like, out of pocket. She didn't know. She didn't go there with that. Purpose. I don't know. You can read the context clues <laughs> in the moment though. Yeah. 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 I thought that was pretty out of pocket, but it was yeah. also really out of pocket of John to do that to Liz. We just have to give it to John because we only have fleeting moments. Catherine True. will have a dozen. She will have a thousand. She will win so many in season yeah. two potentially. True. We um, can go with John. But this was a crazy one from John. Definitely. So John out of po- out of pocket moment for um elbowing Liz in the back yeah. of the head, knocking her out, probably giving her a serious concussion, which was not brought up because her daughter was dying. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, she had to just move on with her life. Yeah. But yes. And then as for my favorite quote, I already basically said it. I love in that last scene when Damon says, somewhere along the way, you decided I was worth saving. Yep. That was the only quote I wrote down because it's the best quote. It's the best quote. It's so memorable. It's so beautiful. I just only wish that Damon actually got to say it to Elena rather than to Catherine. Um, It's the perfect, like... I care about you. You care about me. Mm -hmm. But without being like very forward about I am in love with you. Yes. Break up with your boyfriend for me. Yeah. My brother. Yeah, exactly. It's the perfect like, you know, you decided I was worth saving and that means a lot. It's it's you can get away with saying it to your friend, but it's romantic. It's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So that I think that's the obvious best quote. That has to be the best quote. And along those lines, the best song, I had a song that I liked. It was the one playing when Caroline and Bonnie um, were getting their photo taken, mm. or Caroline and Matt. 
um, in front of the school bus when they're trying to be period accurate. I forgot to mention. Um, <laughs> but I, which maybe I was so distracted by that, I forgot to write the song down. But I think realistically, I was so distracted by the actual, real, just I mean, obvious best song of the episode that I didn't write that one down. I mean, it's in our heads, it's in our hearts, it's in our bloodstream. It has to be bloodstream by Stateless. Absolutely. It's so good. And this is when Damon and Elena, actually Catherine, um, are talking on the porch yeah. and they kiss. It's so it's perfect. perfect. It's, you know, I think we said Cut um, by Plum was a really good Selena song yeah. that played in episode, oof, I don't even remember Ten. now, 10. Mm-hmm. Um, good memory. <laughs> And I, this one is a really good one for yeah. Damon and Elena at where they're at in this moment. At least on Damon's end of like, you're in my yeah. bloodstream. I think like, I might have inhaled you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, it just fits really well. It's yeah. like, it's this like, you know, Stephen and Elena are cut to the core. Like this, <laughs> they're I'm tortured. bleeding and tortured yeah. over our love. And Damon and Elena is like, I'm infected by you. I can't get you out of my bloodstream. Like, yes. I don't want this, but I do. And like... It really fits very well. It and does. it just sounds amazing. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I love that song. I listened to it like four times getting ready for this. <laughs> it's so. going to be playing for the next week in here. I'm like, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Bloodstream is, of course, the best song of the episode. We'll be adding that to our songs of the episode playlist. Now it is a nice, full, yes. thick of season one songs playlist that you can listen to on our Spotify. Mm-hmm. We have that linked in our various files and description so that you can go listen to all of those best songs. You can also find our Instagram and our TikTok are also linked there. We're always posting fun memes, edits, clips, all sorts of things. And we love interacting with you guys there. So definitely take a look. Yeah. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple podcasts, and you can watch the video version on YouTube. Yeah. We drop episodes on Thursdays, but we're going to take a little bit of a break between season one and season two. Need mm-hmm. to reset, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. really prepare ourselves yeah. for, I think, one of the best seasons. Oh, yeah, definitely. Season two. It's like we only amp up from here. So yeah. need a break for that. We'll have some special content. Um, we're planning a season one recap, so you can at least mm-hmm. expect that. And just keep an eye out on our socials for what's coming next and where yeah. we will be and when season two will be coming out. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. We'll see you guys in season two. Bye. Bye.